Margaret. It's me, God. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Death to Everyone. My name is Lazy Susan. Hi, my name's Zelda Moon. And this is a new podcast where two drag queens attempt to answer all the questions that modern day life has to offer with a little bit of humor, a little bit of heart. And a lot of good giggles along the way. <laughs> You're not wrong there, Lazy. Now, can you tell the listeners? Um, <laughs> Go- gosh willing. <laughs> of course. Um, now, I just need a bit of an update. What's new with you? What's new with me? Yeah. Oh, well, so me and Greg and the kids. Yeah, yeah. We went for a little trip this weekend. Oh, amazing. Down to visit the in-laws. They um, would have loved it. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, we do. <laughs> it's been a complicated road to get here, obviously. Of but course. we have. A laugh. Yeah. Um, so my father in law, Barry, mm-hmm. he. Um, Love Baz. Hey, if you're listening, Barry, hi. Future guest of the pod, Barry. <laughs> um, he is a real, real crack up. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting down to have a bit of a barbecue meal yeah. um, out on the front deck. They've got a beautiful Vista. Um, <laughs> and so we were sitting down, the kids were inside, yeah. so it was a bit of, you know, adult time, which is rare in our house, but <laughs> good fun indeed. Yeah. And I opened up the uh, barbecue yep. to grab out one of the delicious uh, kangaroo meat sausages we were going to be having. Lovely, which organic, is, it's I'm sure. so good, low <laughs> yeah. protein, I yeah. mean, high protein, low fat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so I opened it up, he hadn't even turned it on at all. Oh, mate. And inside... <laughs> He'd put this um, plastic snake, or it was a rubber snake, oh my, oh. and I must have jumped about 10 feet in the air, <laughs> oh. and he said, Barry, what have you done here? Oh, wow. I know. Oh, and did you tell the kids? Uh, no, we haven't actually told them yet, but oh, I'm, okay. I'm saving would... that one for Christmas, <laughs> yeah, yeah. because I kept that snake. Oh. Um, I'm going to give it a shot. Oh, you're going to do it <laughs> to gonna, them? I, Why you not? know, I'm a bit of a naughty, naughty one. <laughs> yeah. Good one. Now, good one. what about you? I'm noticing you're looking very fresh. Thanks. Very sun-kissed. Yeah, look, I took um, I took Chelsea down to the beach. Oh, we um, yeah, we got a like an Airbnb, just a little like two bedroom place, just so we had some space. Gosh, um, yeah, and we we really just like hit the waves all Amazing. weekend. Amazing, loved it. Um, it's finally getting back into the weather for it, which is fantastic. Right. God, the winter is like it's a long slog, mate. Like it's yeah. just so good to yeah get down there, get out of the city. Yeah, you know. We um we took um we were thinking about taking the boards, but we ended up just you know just having a swim because that's nice. Yeah, it was you know it's the water's like not quite there yet. Mm. Probably in January will be better for that. Well, Chelsea's new as well to surfing as well, so you don't want to. Exactly, mate. She um yeah, like I would have been down, but um yeah, she was a bit nervous about it, so we um we just stuck to the front beach as well. Oh, nice. So, like usually a couple de- degrees warmer. Oh, well, the I'm back beach, so. so glad to hear everything's going well for you and yours. Thanks, um, yeah. Well, now that we've caught up on that, why don't we dive into the main meat of the episode? <laughs> we have to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I had a glimpse out of a life I could have lived. In another life. Instead, I'm back to being here in the gutter talking about guzzling cum. <laughs> I felt slightly uncomfortable listening to that. <laughs> you could be on, I mean, have you been in like the... The top-rated Australian podcast. <gasps> no, Australia is unwell. <laughs> As a culture, we are sick, and I don't yeah. know if other cultures, communities, you know, places, and um, you know, sects have yep. this issue. Mm. But 
as celebrities, by and large, are wildly dud. Yeah. And, <laughs> and like, the most normal yeah. people. Like, we elect celebrities. In America, I think you elect celebrities based on, like, wow. Like, this is either the most genetically beautiful human being that's ever existed. Mm-hmm. This person is, like, an incredible, like, dancer. Or they're just abhorrently rich. Mm-hmm. In Australia... If they're apparently rich, they don't tell you. Mm-hmm. If, like, and, and most of the famous people were just on Australian Idol in the first two seasons. Or Big Brother. Or Big Brother. Or Bachelor. Yeah. And, like, there is, that's it. Yeah. That's and it. all of the, like, Nicole Kidman, the, you know, Kate Blanchett, they're not part of Australian culture. No. They left. Yes. Immediately. Yes. And, oh, God, Kyle Sanderlands, have you seen him? Like, ever? Yeah. <laughs> what a credit. It just, it goes beyond. Yeah. Because it is just bizarre that that exists mm-hmm. and continues to exist. And it's like he, for some reason, gets a platform mm-hmm. and then people like must listen it's... and go too right. Oh, even the ones that aren't like don't make me sick in that way make me sick just generally. Yeah. Like Chrissy or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like what are we doing here? Yeah. What's what's happening? happening? Why? Um is it happening to us? Yeah. The only like I can think of very few like Australian celebrities that I'm like, get it girl. Yeah. Of like I like Magda. Yeah, I mean, you know, like love Magda. I kind of think that like those the big girls blouse girls. Yeah, they are are kind of like so fucking intelligent and amazing yes. and like next level. Yeah, that it's like they're undeniable and they're not even in rotation. Mm. Like they're not. I mean, Magda is still yeah, on the Magda board. Is, yeah, but like yeah, the the rest it's like what? Yeah. How, yeah, it's wild. It is crazy. And it's not even like we don't have super talented, amazing people that could be the celebrities of our country. Totally. It's just that every opportunity that like a national broadcaster or drive home radio gets Mm. to platform someone, they're like, how about this guy (laughs) who probably like plays footy on the weekends with his mates and he's got some interesting ideas about fatherhood. (laughs) And then how about this woman who kind of like supports him in his larrikin behavior oh. and she's kind of a cool chick. Yeah. She doesn't say anything that's too offensive. She doesn't go on about feminism or anything like that. <laughs> but she will, you know, she's a tough chick. How about oh. we get those people and we just make them the only celebrity that we have? Yeah. I used to love, what was her name? The woman who hosted on ABC Insight. What was her name? I don't Journey. know. Anyway, she was fab. Mm. There's like a few kind of cutthroat journalists out well, that's, there. If they that come through, it's just the people that are like come at, through as lifestyle yeah. or comedy folk. And they're the only ones who are in constant rotation. Imagine, if you will, a, a fame economy that allows for one of our most famous comedians to be Peter Hellier. Insane. A man who has never told a joke in his life. And then uh, one of our most famous radio personalities and also richest celebrities to be Kyle Sandiland. Yeah. A man who is not funny, Mm. not interesting, and just a bigot. Yeah. A piece of shit bigot. Yeah. That even racists are calling racist, Mm. which is just incredible to me. Mm -hmm. And we're just going to give him 
20 years of airtime to say whatever the fuck he wants yeah. and doesn't have like a gorgeous, buttery, smooth voice no. or this like stunning face that you could just look at and forget that oh. he's saying awful things. He truly is oh. like foul. And like, this is not, you know, whatever genetics did to him, that's, mm. that's, that's God and him and that's fine. Yeah. Look however you want. But the way that he styled himself mm. with that goatee oh. and the hair forever in a gelled peak. Yeah. It's like you have taken all the raw ingredients and decided to make a Molotov cocktail of shit and ugly <laughs> and throw it at the Australian people. Every day from, <laughs> yeah. from seven till 10 in the morning yeah. or whatever. As you drive. <laughs> and it's like, you could like, you know what I mean? It's just like, it shocks me that we allow yeah. this. And then the <sighs> voice is like, nyah, 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 nyah. <laughs> um, there is that maybe Queensland rugby player. Uh, what is his name? He seemed like a nice guy. Well, uh, lock it in. Yeah. Also, yeah, Australia's obsession with sports. There's also, um, is his name Jet Kelly? There's this, I presume he's like. <laughs> Stop making up words. <laughs> he seems like a nice guy. Um, but uh, I don't know. Where yeah. I'm going with that. Anyway. <laughs> and even, I don't have anything against these two men. They're fine. But Hamish and Andy being mm. the most famous people. Mm. I'm like, you should be famous. Sure. You're both mm. like handsome, funny, sweet men. Yeah. You are like in Australia, the most famous, famous, famous people yeah. that have ever existed. Mm. And your whole brand is just being sweet and inoffensive. Mm. It is. It just boggles the mind. <laughs> you want someone with a bit of spice. I just can't believe that everyone's like, these men, television forever. But that's that's what Australian publics want. They want like, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Yeah. And like, it's like I could hang out with him of, of a weekend. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, it's less aspirational. Like, yeah. you don't want to be Hamish. Yeah. Just, like, you could picture yourself having a beer with Hamish. That's right. Whereas in America, you're like, I want to be Cardi B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you do everything, like, and it kind of fuels this, like, and it's diff. Yeah. It's well, just- America has an undergrowth. Like, it has, like, a, like, shithole shock jocks and, like, mid-level mm, mm, famous mm, people mm. on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> it's got a Jamie Lynn Spears. However, the... Then it also has a really thick crust of A-list that are people that are like so airbrushed and so like manufactured that like they could just not even begin to approach humanity. Mm. Like, and then uh, Australia just has an entire fame structure built around these people that you could have a beer with. Mm. Yuck. And the few gays that managed to get in, it's a wonder that they do. Yeah. Um, God and, bless. And you're forever like tokenized. You can't just be there and no. be like you have to be there as the gay. That's it. Magnum managed to circumvent that quite a bit. Totally. Because yeah, she is. She's more than just. Les she's Barber. more than just the lesbian friend. Yeah. At the barbecue. Yeah. Love you, Magda. Also, like on Babe. Oh yeah. Like so good, Mrs. Hoggett. <laughs> okay, Zelda Moon. Yeah. Enough of this riffraffery. Uh-huh. How's the world ending this week? Okay. When I was a teenager. I used to come to the city, like by the time I was like 16, 17, I was allowed to go to the city on the weekends and I would get up at like the journey on public transport from where I lived to the CBD on PT was 
through two and a half, three hours because I would get a bus and then a train. Thankfully, only two modes of transport, but that was a long time. And I would get up at like seven o'clock, be on the bus by like half past eight, be into the city by like 11. Then I would have my time in the city and then I would do that same journey to get back home. Yeah. And there was one day where I did it to go to Minotaur when it was on Elizabeth Street. Mm -hmm. And I bought three models of Evangelions, Unit 0, 1 and 2. And then I got straight back on the way home. Like that was like a seven hour endeavor to just buy three make it at home models of Evangelions. Anyway, one day I met a friend in the city (laughs) and we got bubble tea for the first time. And ever since I've loved bubble tea, of course. I really wish the apocalypse would come sooner, Zelda. <laughs> and, and my favorite, one, one of my favorite things about bubble tea is, of course, <laughs> the pearls, the little tapioca pearls. Delicious. Now, up until about a year ago, I have always had really long hair. <laughs> and, <laughs> and there was one day... <laughs> Where I was on this trip and I met a friend in the city (laughs) and we went and got bubble tea and him being the mischievous scamp that he was, (laughs) sucked some of those pearls into his straw and he shot them into my hair, which was long and flowing. So you were being bullied. Yeah. And then like there were these like pearls stuck in my like long luxurious Uh hair. Anyway, so (laughs) today... Uh I'm making bubble tea, and instead of pearls, I'm using planets, and I'm going to stir it up, and then I'm going to suck up planet Earth in my oversized bubble tea straw, and I'm going to spit it into another, you know, alien's hair. (laughs) Wow. So, I'm going to (laughs) just... What? I'm going to give you a note here. (laughs) The part about the seven-hour train trip into the city... Yeah. How is that relevant to what followed? <laughs> it's world building. And then the Minotaur figures. Yeah, that's just a little extra spice. And then you having bubble tea for the first time. <laughs> I'm trying to connect with the audience. <laughs> what audience is that? <laughs> mm. People that no longer fear death? <laughs> okay, well, um, well, no comment. That's fantastic. You've done a great job. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, yeah, bubble tea. But I don't like the tapioca pearls. Can I say that? Oh, what they're do They're good, but they're too chewy and they get stuck in my tooth. Oh, well, they get stuck in your hair. Um, <laughs> uh, they have to be right. I like the bursting orbs. Ooh. Mm, you would. Why? Why? Because it's more instant. I do like the gratification. Yeah. What about the, like, jelly shards? Like no, that? I don't really like. If that. it's not an orb, then why is it in the beverage? <laughs> because I yeah. like how the orb perfectly fits the circumference of the straw. I love those thick straws. But you know what? Yeah. Hungry Jacks is currently running a promotion, mm. which is you can get a frozen drink mm-hmm. with the orbies, like mm. the bursting orbs, and you can get three three from flavors. Mm-hmm. Black currant <laughs> makes sense. Bubble gum, which, baby, what? Well, I don't bu- want to eat bubble gum. <laughs> Let's have it explode in my mouth. <laughs> and then the third flavor, which I can't remember. Mm. 
Um, but those orbs, they're smaller than regular orbs and they fit inside of a Hungry Jack straw. Which... Oh, I see, which is smaller than a bubble tea straw, of course. Yeah. I know, we don't need to explain that to the listener. Um, the other thing I don't like is those, you know, um, <laughs> you know, like maybe, you know, like maybe it might have been like 15 years ago. There when was you f- travelled on the train that one time. Okay, no, maybe it was like 10 years it ago It was a then. spring day and I'd just come <laughs> from a hair appointment. I had long, luxurious hair at the time. Well, you should be so lucky <laughs> as to hear the insights of my life. Um, <laughs> when those like shots of bamboo were a thing. Like the little shoots of bamboo in like a gl- disgusting glass v- vessel. Like wheatgrass? No, like bamboo. Bamboo? Not like a drinking shot, like in a, like a, you know what I'm talking about. Are you familiar with this, Matt? No, I don't know what you're You know about. how you could buy bamboo and sometimes it would be spiraled and it would be in a shitty vessel and often... Like a plant? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like a, lu- a good luck bamboo. Yeah. Like your housewarming, here's bamboo. Yeah. Okay. And it's like little bamboo that has been like kind of bonsai into this like shape. Yeah. And like it can't live beyond that. Mm. And they were often in a like a glass vessel filled with little like, and it was the when these like water balls. Water retaining orbies. Yeah, yeah. Became a thing. I hate those. <laughs> I hate them. They look like a toy, but they're not. And they look like they can't be crushed, but they can. They defy, you know, landscaping laws of like, well, what's the drainage like? And like how much water? And like when do I refill the water? And then when you fill it with water, you can't see the balls anymore because they Mm. turn invisible. Mm, That is cool. Oh, no, I don't like it. Have you seen that dank woman on TikTok who has the invisible Orbeez? She's like, I'm gonna make a centerpiece for a wedding. <laughs> yeah, she you gets sent a, me this. a giant vase, and she like plunges a groom and like <laughs> wife into the middle of the jar, surrounded by these clear orbies, and then mm. fills it with water, and then like tweezes in petals around them, and they look so foul. So shit, uh, incredible woman. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't really believe in that. Mm. And they just like suck, like they just like hold. Hold water and then what? Then what? I don't like it. Yeah. Um, one final note. I should have mentioned this before, but the bubble tea I'm making is, of course, terra milk tea with pearls or planets. What about peach peach iced tea? Yeah, no. I, with exploding pearls. Well, no. This is my fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. Okay. We're going to have a quick break and then we'll be back. We're back. It's time to dive into our very first category for today. What is going in the bunker in the category of... What kind of Pokemon are you? What makes you do the things you do? Pokemon. (laughs) Pokemon. Okay, so Pocket Monsters. (laughs) (laughs) What is your relationship to Pokemon, Zelda? And please, for the love of God, tell us a long story (laughs) with lots of details. Oh, well, if, if that's the request, I can kindly oblige. Um, okay, so obviously I had red first. 
Hi, this is Lazy Susan from the future. I'm just coming to you to give you a quick heads up. There's going to be an eight minute and 21 second long um, treaties um, on the state of the current Pokemon industrial complex. So just be ready for that. And if that's not going to be your cup of tea, I encourage you to um, find some anthrax or even just a suicide pill in general. Take it now and it should take effect long before the end of this. So please enjoy what is... Um, a, a true expert in the field discussing the state of Pokemon. <laughs> Jesus. Then it went red, yellow, silver, <laughs> red, yellow, silver, emerald, which was quite a scandal because I didn't get ruby or sapphire when it's they came quite out. Quite the scandal, I really. Waited till emerald came out. <laughs> then, oh my God, what's after emerald? Was that then black and white, which I got black? Then, look, I don't know. But it ends with, I didn't buy Violet or um, Scarlet. What about Sword and Sky? Yes, because I bought Sword and it was the first Pokemon mainline game that I never finished. And then I didn't buy the most recent one because it's shit. It's so shit. They are shit games. They look shit. They run like shit. The gameplay is shit. Like, it, they're just fucking shit. This is quite a twist. I did not expect this from you. They're fucking terrible games. Like well, I could have told you that. <laughs> they are, like, if you... Are, oh, and it's such a genre of, like, fucking faggot of, like, <laughs> yeah, what my favourite evolution is, Jolteon. Uh, like, shut Which is up. clearly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love Jolteon. We'll get to it. It's Vaporeon for the win. She's spooky. Yeah, okay. She got web toes. <laughs> But, yeah, gays have such a weird relationship with Pokemon and they are blind to the fact that the games are fucking shit. Why do the gays like Pokemon? I don't know. We is it like... because of the world free of toxic masculinity? <laughs> Maybe. Or is it because you go around to different gyms? <laughs> uh, and that just understand that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but... If, if, if you're playing Pokemon in 2023 and you have ever said like, oh, this is a good game, wake up because yeah. it's not. like Sheeple. It is the same. It's not even the same game that it was 20 years ago. It's far worse. Mm -hmm. They like inject gimmicks into each game, which then they don't continue on. And I'm like, well, is this <laughs> a Pokemon where the, like, is this a world where there's competition in apricots or is there not? Are we now having Pokeballs that can like explode with confetti? Like they could in Emerald, but now they can't in the newer game. That doesn't make sense to me. Like if you introduce a feature like a night and day cycle in gold and silver, then why isn't it in one of the other games? Like you introduce features and they layer and they build because the games get better as time goes on. However, that is not what has happened. Instead, they inject gimmicks like mega evolutions or the fucking like Swarovski crystal version in the new one or whatever the fuck. And then they drop it for the next one because it's all just a fucking marketing gimmick. But what you don't understand is that you are the owners of the biggest, most profitable franchise on the planet that has ever existed. You don't need a fucking gimmick. You just need a good game. Like if you had a good game that built on 20 years worth of games, like you might end up with a product that people want to engage with. Instead, like they just fucking band-aid. They're incapable like, they're incapable of creating a good game. Like, also, why the fuck does my Pokemon know four moves? I've watched the anime 
1998 or whatever. And like the Pokemon no more than four moves. So is it like Magnetron or Diglett? <laughs> and it's like, where is the strategy in this game? If like, how about making a comprehensive battle system where like, I don't know, it's an engaging experience instead of like, here are four moves and like, oh, people will say that there is and there's like this whole <laughs> network of like global championships and like, Oh, get real. It's it, it it yes, of course it exists, right? But it that doesn't mean it's not bad. Like you can play Final Fantasy X and have characters that, you know, like have elemental weaknesses and strengths against a broad range of enemies, and you have 30 moves that you can select from, and that creates an individual style. And, you know, you can strategize and you can create these different feelings. But in Pokemon, it's like, no, Blastoise needs to learn this, and then that's it. Yeah. And then you have to forget something, like, forget? <laughs> forget? <laughs> you can't handle five things, but I've seen the anime. I know that you can do that. So, <laughs> like, the game cartridge in the 90s, she couldn't. She couldn't do it. But you know what we have now? Um, better technology. Mm. But we don't have better Pokemon games. So it's very frustrating. It's incredibly frustrating. And something else that I fear that you might bring up oh God. is um, like worse Pokemon designs. And get real, because they're actually quite consistent. Like everyone has rose-tinted glasses about the first 150, which they unknowingly do extend to 250 because the gold and silver Pokemon are extremely similar. I don't think Lugia is part of the original. Extremely similar to the original designs. But now they're like, oh, the keychain Pokemon. Ugh. It's like, well, then what the fuck is Magneton? You know, he's just a group of fucking magnets stuck together. Like, it's consistent. You just choose to think that the new ones are bad. And I'm not saying that some of the new ones aren't bad, because some (laughs) of them are. But that argument is so fucking boring and, like, founded in a lie. Ignorance. Also, can I also say (laughs) that I hate Pokemon that are wearing clothes and Pokemon that have... Like, oh, and and that it was an issue in the first 150 Pokemon. So there are design flaws also, and my God, this is one of the things I hate the most about Pokemon, is like Nidoran female and Nidoran male. Because then later, again, with technology, and this is something good, like there are Pokemon with no gender and there are Pokemon that do have two different genders and their appearance can be different and blah, blah, blah. But the entire numbering system of Pokemon is ruined because Nidoran fills in two slots. Mm. Mm. And that's wrong. Yeah. You don't have Pikachu male as number 16 and Pikachu female as number 18, you know? You're correct. Like, and that's yeah. re- and like I could I could permit it for the pre-evolutions because if I was following the logic of Pokemon the anime then like those Pokemon were discovered later. But also having said that, There is a flaw there because there are all of these different regions that like coexist, but what, as the one main character progresses through it, then the numbers get added? No, no. Like the other regions existed for a long time. Like they didn't have phones to tell everyone about the other phones. No, they had cool video phones like in the anime. They're so cool. Also, when you're watching the anime (laughs) growing up, you, the episode where Ash catches all of the Tauros didn't air in Australia and it was really confusing. All of the what? The Taurus. Taurus? Yeah. The bull. There we go. 
I'm back on board. That episode wasn't aired because there was fucking gun violence in it. But he caught like 30 Wait, tourists. Who was shooting at the Pokemon? <laughs> team Rocket. Oh, I do like that Team Rocket. <laughs> anyway, so, you know, like it's a franchise that I love dearly and hate with fiery, fiery, fiery passion. Yeah. And I just like, I love, like I do love Pokemon. I think it's really cute. I love that it has like stood the test of time and continues and like the Pokemon company like has diversified and there's so many different little um like there's more adult Pokemon like animes and there's like these little shorts and like it's such an amazing like representation of Japan and like the the cultural love that they and reverence that they have for the franchise is amazing and the fact that it has yeah just continued to dominate globally is kind of amazing Mm. but you can't tell me that they're good games and I never would (laughs) And I never would, my friend. Um, you've made some very salient points. And um, I'd like to know which Pokemon you'd like in the bunker. <laughs> in addition to those points. Okay. Well, <laughs> my favorite Pokemon is Vulpix. Because Vulpix... Oh, God. Vulpix is like the little fox. She's, yes. With the yes. six tails. And she, she becomes the nine tails. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Because Brock... Very hot. Got that Vulpix, mm. which was like, what? He's a rock trainer. Yeah. And that was so cool. And that Vulpix was so pretty and sassy. And yeah. I loved that episode. And I loved whenever he would use that little Vulpix. So cute. So sassy. I love Vulpix. Mm. Um, if I, my favorite Eeveelution mm. Pokemon is Umbreon, which unfortunately is the worst one in the games, but who cares? Umbreon is the dark evolution. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. so cool. Mm. Um, but Jolteon is also great. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I yeah. But you like Vaporeon. I do. That underwater mermaid one. Very cool. Very cool. She's got mermaid tail. Yeah. That's cool. And a little rough. And wet. And also kind of not cute anymore. No, it's kind of like... Ooky spooky. Yeah, it's a bit spookerella. Like you became the underwater one. And another thing is <laughs> like... I can't believe mm. that what gen was it? Maybe it was by Gen 5. I don't know. But they finally retconned fairy types and made some of like Gen 1, Gen 2, blah, blah, blah into fairy type Pokemon. Because very. Yeah. Yeah. They became fairy types yeah. and they weren't originally because fairy type didn't exist. I never thought Pokemon would do that. And <laughs> can't you do more? Right. More like, retconning. Yes. Some of the types are fucked up. Cooked? Like poison. No, like... <laughs> like Gyarados. What's she? A, a water flying. Yeah, water flying. How is it not water dragon? Oh, dragon's a type. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm back on board, baby. And... Uh, what are you bringing? You're bringing a Vulpix? I do like Vulpix. I also love Love Disc. Oh, see, um, now this, okay, I am going to have to say it. That's weird. Oh. Uh, Love disc. Yeah. That's her name. It's a little fish that's shaped like a love heart, which is And your contention is that there's not been any slip in quality in the naming conventions or creation of these animals. And this one's called love disc. (laughs) It's inspired by discus, which are my favorite type of tropical fish from the Amazon River. Discus fish is so loud, though. Loud? Yes. I remember sleeping over at my friend Cameron's house and they had discus fish and they just kind of... (laughs) 
Discus are so cool and they're really shy. But they eat other fish. They, they're murderers. Well, you know, a lot of things eat other things. So. <laughs> Can't relate. And wait, did I already talk about Pokemon wearing clothes? Yes. Okay, but I don't think I went into that. <laughs> I think I did. hate that. Like, <laughs> why are they allowed to have clothes? Because what uh, is it like organic? Like, yeah. are they going to the shop? No, no, no. no. It's like well, they're born with them. No. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> oh. Like how Jinx has that flowing dress. That's right. And then like Hitmonlee has pants or whatever the fuck. Or you like, want to see his deer? And like. <laughs> And like Primeape has like, like what you you evolve and all of a sudden you're wearing handcuffs. You're like, going to hate Digimon. <laughs> I do hate Digimon. Because, you know, you'll have a little worm that turns into a full grown man with an outfit. <laughs> I don't like that. Um, I don't necessarily have an issue with humanoid type Pokemon, but when they are evolved <laughs> with... <laughs> keep, go- keep going. I didn't say anything funny yet. <laughs> but when... It's like, where did Machamp, did he win a competition to get that wrestling belt? Or was I it? I assume it's his skin. Yeah, but is, like, but is it? It's his skin. Because, like, it's not like a claw. Like, he didn't grow it. It's his skin. I, that makes me sick. It's in his, it's in his skin. Because. It's like uh, a leathery part of his hide that because, looks like a belt. No. You know how there's that moth that has a skull on its back? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's like that. No, it's not. I have stick insects look like sticks and leaves. No. It's like that. He's just got wrestling belt evolution. Well, so what's happening under the ground with Diglett? Oh, you're the first to pose this <laughs> Um, yeah, so there's just like yeah, there's many there's many bumps in the road. Uh-huh. There. Yeah. Yeah. Also, one of the coolest things in the anime is the little red beam, and then the Pokemon turns red and then it gets shrunk back into the ball. Mm-hmm. Can I can you answer me one question? What? How many Pokemon games? Of which there are many, replicate the that visual beam. style. Yeah, well, not because the, the answer is zero. Well, I mean, they just what the fuck? throw the ball and it goes inside. But it the game the... came first. Yeah, yeah. But like, there's a lot of weird things in red and blue. Um, mm. But like that, if somebody put me in charge at Game Freak, put me as the CEO of the Pokemon Company, mm. because even though it's not a failing franchise, I'll rescue it. <laughs> From me yelling at it. <laughs> anyway, huh. I like Psyduck. That's a vibe. Yeah. Glad that I brought him up. Um, <laughs> what a duck. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I, I think that the, that was like maybe my issue is uh-huh. there is a levity to the Pokemon that I experienced, I grew up with, that feels very... Like, it's looking at nature and being like, what's funny about nature? And, like, how stupid are ducks? And then it's like, well, here it is. Well, I mean, Psyduck is based on a platypus, but go on. <laughs> what? What do you mean? Yeah, what are you like talking about? Psyduck is a platypus. What are you talking? He's a duck. No. He has hands. Like platypi? <laughs> like claws. Yeah. I mean, claws. It's neither here nor there. The point still stands. <laughs> it's cute that they're like riffing on things that are weird and stupid about the world. Yeah. And that's through the funhouse mirror allowing children to interact with nature. Mm. Um, I like the one that's just a cocoon and the one that's just a pod. <laughs> Metapod and cocooner. Yeah. They're fun <laughs> and cool and I like that they just don't do anything. Yeah. Because I think uh, not being able to do things is an important thing for children to learn did you play pokemon stadium 
Yes. You know that mini game where they're like dropping things on the yes, and, and you, you have to harden. harden. That's mm, so good. So fun. I, I was good that. at that game. Um, but yes, all of that to say, yes, Psyduck, maybe a Charmander. Mm. Yeah, which starting three Pokemon would you Charmander, pick? yeah. Okay, what about from Gen 2? I didn't do that. Really? Gen 2? Yeah. No. Cyndaquil? Ugh. Crotodile? No. Oh, wow. I don't like them. Oh. <laughs> I don't like the way they look and oh. I don't like the way they act. Oh, wow. I like um, the original <laughs> and then I'm just I, done. Oh. I played the game and then when the new game came out, I think I had it. And then I pl- like started playing Did you it. have gold or silver? Silver. Okay, good. And I <laughs> good. started playing it and I was like, it's the same game. And then I was like, well, why would I do this again? I already did this. Mm. And I was like, why would I ever do this again? I don't, because it's not a fun game, but it mm. just gets you hooked on the idea of like, I'm going to go to 35 exactly the same places, mm. walk around them in the exact same fashion and just bump into random pictures of things. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe I'll catch them, maybe I'll kill them, maybe I won't. I don't know. And like uh. that process repeated over like 25 hours and once i was done with that one time mm-hmm. i was like uh, like i remember walking down the where do you go at the end after you, you walk down the gallery of heroes or um yeah, yeah. what is it called hall of fame hall of fame or something mm. you finish the last thing you walk down the hall of fame and i remember being you know on my 55th uh pack of a4 batteries yeah and uh feeling nothing uh. and just being like <laughs> And and just and having done all that work and played that whole game, I was like, I have nothing. Uh, nothing has changed about me. Nothing. Nothing has moved inside <laughs> of me. And I was just there sitting, lying, you know, sleepover style on my parents' bed mm. in the mid-afternoon sun. Yeah. And I just felt nothing. And I was like, um, I can't do this again. Video games are not for you. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't. It, well, no, because there are video games that have had a profound effect on the way that I view the world. Did you play Journey? No. Oh. Matt, did you play Journey? No, I don't. I've never heard of that. Oh. When like, I played Journey, I sobbed at the end. Like I was... Like, and I inconsolable. think I understand how art works. Like I get that you can. <laughs> Like, I get that you can take something away from the experience, and that's what I'm saying, like, was so disturbing about Pokemon to me, is that by the end of that 25-hour investment in art, Mm -hmm. I felt nothing different inside of me. and Mm -hmm. Like, I hadn't been transformed like I had been by other games that I'd invested my time into. Mm. And I think that that's why I was like, I'm never doing this again. It's like The Sims. (sighs) Yeah. Although I think The Sims, you have a lot more... Scope for imagination. Well, am I going to put my mirror here or my mirror over there? And also, am I going to abuse these people or can they live? <laughs> I see. <laughs> um, you know, in Gen 3, when I played Gen 3, mm-hmm. I caught a Pokemon that Jennifer had... Jennifer 3. <laughs> I had a Pokemon that had Pokerus, which is the Pokemon virus. And oh. I have transferred that into every future game up until, like, Sword. You transferred that Pokemon. Well, like if you, you have to like keep it active. Mm. So it's only active for a short period of time in a Pokemon. So you have to infect another Pokemon. Then when you put it in the bank, it like freezes it. But if you keep it in your party, it'll like stop being infectious. Uh. So like you have to have an active Pokemon and then like, yeah, if you trade it into the next game and then spread it. So you're just keeping this virus alive. Yeah, because it increases your stats. 
but it's like super, super, super rare. So I only ever caught a Pokemon with the virus once, like 10 years ago, more than 10 years ago. And I've still kept the virus alive. That's so sick. I had never even heard of it until I caught a Pokemon like that. And the other thing, oh, another thing, shiny Pokemon get fucked. The no idea, pants, no shiny pants. <laughs> the idea that that is interesting or good is a farce. Who cares? Also, it was meant to be extremely <laughs> rare. And like, then when you actually caught a shiny Pokemon, it was a moment. But in the more recent games, because people all of a sudden care about having a green Ekans or whatever the fuck. What are you saying? Like, <laughs> then they built it into the game. So like you do particular things and you increase your chances of finding a shiny Pokemon. Get fucked. It's meant to be a special, extremely rare runoff. And even then it's a curse because they're all fucking ugly because it's based on old pixel art. That ugh, It's just like so stupid and I hate it. Mm. So <laughs> I guess we should probably narrow this one down quite quickly though. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I like Vulpix. Okay, well, listen, I'm going to say, let's have a Vulpix. <laughs> but I, I think obviously we need to acknowledge the fact that Pokemon don't exist in real life. Mm. I know, sad. Um, so we have to figure out how can we have a Vulpix in the bunker. And I, my pitch to you oh. is that we get a fox, <laughs> we paint it a very similar color to the coloring of Vulpix and add some like surgically implant some like costume details like a big tail and, and the ears and however long that fox lives great but that'll be our pokemon and, we, and, and no one's allowed to acknowledge that it's a fox we're not doing that oh what's your oh, sorry i'm just spitballing here it's blue sky <laughs> no bad ideas what's your thought we're having a vulpix on the bunker like a, a 3d hologram no i think like anime style vulpix like a, a a 2D cutout. It's, it's alive, Propped but it's in, in a, it's in an art style. So the, I just, <laughs> we're trying to construct. Unlike Android 18, which is like a real world woman. Yeah, Android. that we're paying to be Android 18. No, that's real Android 18. Pardon. <laughs> we have diverged. Android 18. We've gotten our wires crossed at some point because to me, she was in there. But it was a woman named Kathy who was being no, paid. No, that is not. I, we are going to play back the tape because Android 18 is in the bunker as Android 18. <laughs> if you're getting two Lindsay Lohans as some Lindsay mis, Lohan is mis characters that no one's ever heard but of But she's before. not two Lindsay Lohan. She is one Lindsay Lohan and she has to, every time that someone sees her, do a British accent and then go and change outfits and do an American accent. Well, I don't see how that is And she walks around on her knees. Android 18 so everyone thinks she's a real android from Dragon Ball Z that's in the bunker. That is a woman named Kathy we've employed to play Android 18 no, until the end of time. No, it isn't. Not I, in my bunker. Listener, I'm so sorry. <laughs> we can't have cartoons. We can't have anime people. Okay, well then we're having a real life little Vulpix. A fox. With is stapled into its skull. No. Why not? Why do you hate animals? Maybe then we can just have like a bronze statue. Okay. But now we're getting reasonable. <laughs> I can't believe I'm compromising on this because I think you're really kind of speaking out of turn. <laughs> Actually. Listener, this, this I need the future, isn't so it? This is, it might be possible to create creatures from cells or whatever in the future. This, we are, this is... 
What if they like made a Vulpix like well, out of okay, fox so DNA? Do we start the breeding program now with foxes and something else? To yeah, try and get, get it started. If they're not foxes, they're Pokemon. <laughs> Well, suddenly, you know, before Psyduck was a platypus, so I don't know which one it is. is it, it was a, based on a platypus. You're like, inside the bunker, it's Roger Rabbit rules, because I'm trying to construct something that can exist in real life. No. Like the bait buzz. <laughs> and the reject shop. You think Sabrina Baby Slut is a real person? <laughs> Not an animated character? <laughs> um... I can't talk about this madness anymore, but I think if we're putting a Pokemon statue in, mm. which I guess for some reason- I didn't say statue. On, I said fox with ears stapled to it. Then I think it should be something more <laughs> ominous, like an onyx. Ooh, and it's gigantic onyx. and towering above us. And maybe we could like dangle a little, you know, light from it. So you could make an onyx. It's made out of rocks. <sighs> but it would be alive. Maybe it would be- Like an onyx. Like it'd be like if you went to the Pokemon theme park. See, the other thing I love about Studio Ghibli mm. is that at the Studio Ghibli theme park, he's like, no, we don't have any statues. We have one warehouse where we have statues of the characters from the Ghibli films. Mm. Everywhere else, it's like the characters had just left. Yeah. Which yeah. is so good. It's so good. It's like, no, you don't get a giant yeah. plush version of No Face hugging yeah. your kids. No. No. Yeah. It's just not here because don't be ridiculous. They can't <laughs> exist in the real world. <laughs> I love that he's just so mad at people. <laughs> yeah, I love uh, that man. Hey, yeah, he's good. Um, That's why we've got it. Like, we got to figure out how we can get a Vulpix into the bunker. And I'm happy to workshop this all night. <laughs> <laughs> but there's so many things that, like, I, I I'm scared we've, to say more. We've never broken this gonna... rule before. What do you? Rebecca Romaine as Mystique is in the bunker, yeah. transforming into anyone she damn well pleases. Yeah. So you're fine with that? Well, yeah, she's ducking off to that same room Lindsay's going in to get changed into someone else's outfit. Hey, yeah! <laughs> she's Mystique! And then she's like, I'm going to transform into Greg over there. And then she backs into the makeup room. I hate you. And then five hours get later, fucked. she comes out in, I, hey, yo. in sloppy, no. sloppy Greg makeup. You're... You... I... We're cancelling the podcast. This isn't <laughs> what is happening. Can you just oh my suspend God. disbelief a little I bit? I hate this <laughs> well, conversation. It's all on the record. I am so mad right now. <laughs> well, listen, we can... Um, There's no workshopping. What? Like, what you are saying is wrong. <laughs> and that is not the game that we are playing. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. We're having a break. Yeah, it's a statue of Onyx in the corner. Goodbye. <laughs> okay, statue of Onyx. We'll see you in a second. Oh, I haven't heard the tension like that before. Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to move right along. The next topic is spreads. What the fuck do you have to say about spreads? Uh, um, what, Vegemite? Great. We'll be right back. <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> the next topic for discussion is allergies. <laughs> oh, <no>. Go on. <laughs> no. This is good. This is productive. We're working through the seven stages of grief. <laughs> being a cunt, being a bitch, being a fucking cunt bitch. Yeah. Yeah. They all represent you right now. Don't <laughs> <they>? <laughs> you got my girl. <laughs> um... 
Okay. Okay, I mean, okay, we're calming down. Everyone calm down. I'm not calm. There's no... <laughs> she's sipping a, a Coke malevolently. Mm. Uh, maniacally? Benevolently. <laughs> um, okay. You can all message us and we can resolve... There's no need. There's nothing that needs resolving. Yeah, that's right. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. I'm glad we resolved it. Um, <laughs> quick thank you to Kathy <laughs> for doing such an incredible job this month playing Android 18 in the bunker. If that was <laughs> what we had said, we would have talked about casting. Who's we playing? would have like, but that's not what we did, <laughs> and that's not what we do here. So, like, I'm just so confused. But, like, listen, I operate inside of. The reality of the world. When you, a celestial goddess, which could exist, we have no proof that you don't, sucks up the world inside of your giant <laughs> straw, which could exist, we don't know that it doesn't, and sucks up the delicious thing of the, the world and then flicks it into some if other... If I gorgeous- didn't make it clear, mm. I'm shooting the earth tapioca ball into your hair. <laughs> okay? Well, how do you know Pokemon doesn't exist in the real world? Like, just because you haven't seen them. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I'm trying to get to. If they do exist, we need to figure it out. They could. <laughs> By your we logic, could. they could. No, I, I think we have a little bit more certainty in the world about the existence or <laughs> lack of existence. Of, we don't know of what's in the universe, and there could very well be a giant woman <laughs> with a vendetta against my beautiful hair. <laughs> I hope somewhere out there in the universe is a quiet room where I can go and sit in. <laughs> And finally be at peace. Um, I think it is time to move on to the next, the next question. Um, spreads. <laughs> <laughs> what spread is getting into the bunker, Zelda Moon? Crunchy peanut butter. And she does make a good morn. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so I did buy, by accident, light Smooth peanut butter. Oh my. It was two mistakes in one. Mm. And um, it tastes bad. Like, it's so disgusting. It's yeah. like sweet, too sweet, mm. and it doesn't have the oil to cut through. Mm-hmm. And the worst part is when I put it on my hot toast in the morning, it didn't even melt. Hot toast. It wasn't liquid molten peanut Ooh. butter with the nuts protruding from the lava pit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like staying... Exactly as it was. I know um, exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> Have you had like actual peanut butter, like from like an organic food store? Yeah. I fucking hate it. I think you're wasting your time. Get like... And when people are like, uh, peanut butter is healthy, and I'm like, not the way I have it. <laughs> you mean an inch thick yeah, craft like, peanut butter? I'm not crushing peanuts and not adding shit tons of oil and salt. Yeah. Like, that's what makes it good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, it's very bad. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, no, no. But peanut butter, mm. like I, I will. I think growing up, I was much more into smooth. Mm. But I, I can't picture a world where I would buy There's smooth. There's a damn in a place for smooth, and that is called like crumpets. Where you want it to really be about the seeping into the pores. Oh, see, no, I still do crunchy on crumpet. I fucking love crumpets. You said, <laughs> <laughs> but I like English muffins more. Oh, see, no, I don't. Like also, they're so powdered. Why are they powdered it's so much? It's corn flour. It makes it crunchy. Oh, no, I don't like Delicious. that. Delicious. Then I got like powder on my mouth. <laughs> then I got powder in my and mouth. Powder is famously very dry. 
I'd, what I want to eat something dr- so dry that it. Oh yeah, you have a thing about dry yeah. things. Don't you you yeah. need to salivate and then use your own <laughs> liquids to moisten the thing that you've put into your mouth. Kind of, kind of pre-moistened. Well, that's it's, no. It's about a collaboration. I don't know. between you and the food. I'm buying something to then have to work and collaborate with it. No. Uh, listen, I'm not saying anything, but you could learn a thing or two about collaboration. <laughs> Me. <laughs> <laughs> That's like that's like if your fucking smooth peanut butter like opened up its mouth and said, Oh, sorry, lazy Susan, I shan't be going on your crumpet today. No sleeping in the whole fantasy for you. That's just not what we do here. Sorry. You thought it was something else, but no, it's not. Um, that's you. <laughs> that's also that woman walking around the outside of the coals, screaming into the night air. <laughs> mm. <laughs> What other spreads do you like? Well, what see, about? Sorry, you go. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I, I think here's the thing about Vegemite, which is what stops it from being um, good for the bunkum. Yeah. Is that I don't think there is like an alchemy known to man that is more delicious than the combo of a wet melted butter on a toast with. A thin schmear of Vegemite. Mm-hmm. However, that's two spreads. Yes, and so I would never, ever just entertain if I if I don't have butter, I'm mm-hmm. not having Vegemite. Mm-hmm. Like you can't have one without the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So unfortunately, that just means Vegemite is completely off the table. Mm. I would never eat Vegemite. I don't like Vegemite. <laughs> I like the taste. <laughs> Growing up, I would have Promite. Like my brother and everyone else <laughs> would have Vegemite. <laughs> I would have bromite. And he would sit there and go, you stupid idiot. <laughs> but I wouldn't I wouldn't have either now. No. Mm, I, I mean I Vegemite probably this morning. Really? Yeah. I'd what do you mean? It, I have it maybe maybe every th- like <gasps> three three out of the seven days of the week. Oh my god. So you woke up this morning and yeah. what did you have for breakfast? Oh unfortunately it was the only okay, so I bought a loaf of Matty White, <laughs> which was just because I really wanted a tuna melt sandwich with like iceberg lettuce, I was mm, in a mood. Iceberg. So I had to buy a whole loaf of white bread. <laughs> I was in a mood. I was in a mood. <laughs> but that means like then you kind of have to like get rid of it quite quickly. Also, it's like not normal. Like I would never really buy that. Yeah, yeah, okay. But I, I, like, I get it. Because I had that. So then I'd been working through it every day. Two more slices gone. Great. Almost done. <laughs> yeah. And then we finally got down to the final two butt pieces of the bread. Wait, so like the crust? The crust, yeah. Like the air dead, yeah. Which, it's not really a meal. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call that a meal. Yeah. But I was like, okay, fuck it. Yeah. And then, bit of butter, mm-hmm. bit of Vegemite. Toast. Toast. Delicious. Coffee. You had that this morning. Yeah. This morning I woke up. <laughs> Screaming, mouth full of blood. <laughs> And I, I didn't. I don't really like eating first thing in the morning. Like I like to wait a good couple hours. Um, and then I thought, huh. Well, here I am in this new house in my new life, and maybe now I'm a breakfast person. And I was like, I can't stomach the thought of eating so soon. And then I ended up technically eating for breakfast. My first meal of the day was like leftover marapinia, and I, like I cooked some rice, and I had that for breakfast. What time was it? Like. 10 o'clock. Okay, so that was breakfast, breakfast. Yeah. Like it wasn't edging into lunchtime and you're like, well, for all intents and purposes, this it's is now breakfast. lunch. Yeah. No, that's that's a breakfast meal for me. Wow. I don't, breakfast, like, 
Well, I mean, I'm not going to have toast. I agree you with know, you. It's yeah. slim pickings and I'm kind of like mm. over. I think breakfast is kind of over. Mm. Like it's done. Mm. But the last shred of anything that's holding on for me is I will copper toast. toast. Absolutely. Three days a week. Wow. I just mean that like, yeah, I was looking at buying a toaster on Friday. Mm. Um, don't do it. And I, I didn't do it. You've got a microwave, no, I don't I? Do um, <laughs> um, yeah, but butter is mm. a good spread. Yeah, great time. Like butter, like obviously butter is delicious and you cook with it and like, yeah. <laughs> we all, all know this. <laughs> we all We're all familiar with butter here. But there's something haunting about having it by itself. Yeah. Yeah. Like you really have to be confident in yourself um, to just have butter. Mm. Like that's... You know what I had the other day on my Mighty White? <laughs> just butter... And a single slice of cheese. Oh, yeah. It was so delicious. Mm, and I was did, like, uh, did you melt the cheese? No. Oh, yeah. It was white, soft bread uh-huh. with just a... Th- oh, you didn't toast it? I didn't toast it. <gasps> wow. It was so unadorned. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was fantastic because yeah. it was like, wow, just let the, like, let the ingredients sing. Mm-hmm. The mighty white, yeah. the softness <laughs> oh my God. came into focus 2020. And the cheese, the bite... And taste of the cheese that's uh. normally drowned out by the din of other things that I feel I have to add in order uh. to feel like I'm doing something in yeah, the process, okay, yeah, collaborating yeah. with the meal. Yeah. I just let them do, do their job. They were just cheese and bread mm. living together in harmony in my mouth. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I, mean? I do. What yeah. You think? Yeah. Um, I I I hate condiments. Well, as discussed, but spreads. these are spreads. So, like, these are spreads. We haven't. I wasn't going to bring up any condiments. The only thing I was going to say, which is like, is it a spread? Hummus. I know it's a dip. Mm. You know her as dip, but like Barbara but she's Streisand, spread on yeah, and sam- like a salad she's sandwich. multifaceted. She is, and you can just have a sandwich that's hummus. Yeah, I it's- don't know. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> What about jam? Marmalade? Preserves? Oh, no, that's what I mean. I don't like any of that. You What about when you... Have you ever had a scone? Yeah, with like... Yeah, I have. With cream and a little bit of jam? Jam. I, I just like... I like strawberry jam, maybe raspberry jam, but like an apricot... No, no I don't like... What? I, I mean, like, obviously apricot... I wouldn't even... When would I think of apricot jam? <laughs> that's wild that you went there because it goes... Strawberry jam? Yeah. Raspberry jam, uh-huh. marmalade, marmalade. No, I know it's fucked, but that's the order. Oh, marmalade makes me. And then ones that have like rind in it. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, that although is when crazy. you have it correct, like when someone else makes it and it's got the right amount of butter, you the rindiness, the bitterness is taken. The edges are taken off. I can't do it. It's just not for me. Um, <laughs> I can't. What about Nutella? Oh my god! Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Shit. You know, like hazelnut spread. What? What is she doing? <laughs> Where that's, is she? That's Rebecca Romaine. It's funny that Nutella has such a like monopoly on that flavor as well, mm. because no one else can do it. Mm-hmm. If you've tried any of the other spreads, like like hazelnut spread from Aldi, Ugh. it's like there's something wrong. Uh-uh. And yeah. um, Nutella is incredible. But yeah. I think um, during my childhood, there were a few times where at NQR, not quite right, yeah. 
the sh- the shopping chain yes. where they send all the out of date foods. <laughs> yes. Um, they must have gotten in a slab of contaminated Nutella <laughs> because my dad brought home like, I don't know, it must have been like one of those liter Christmas buckets or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been why it was there because mm. it was <laughs> July. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I think I overdid it uh, and I've never quite come back to Nutella in the same way. Taste aversion. Mm. Yeah. Um, is honey, would you consider honey a spread? It's got to be talked about at least. Yeah, okay. I would vote honey. Ooh. Of course you would, you Steiner chap. <laughs> I, um. It's just I... so delicious. Like, imagine, mm. imagine you've never eaten sugar before. Like, I always think about this, like, like our ancestors, you know, before civilization. Yeah. Mm. And they find honey, you would just go off your... Yeah, yeah. Well, out of your it. mind. Sugar in the diet just wasn't really much of a thing. Hey, no, mm. just in fruit, I guess. But yeah. like mm. honey is different. That's like concentrated sugar, and yeah. it, and it tastes delicious it's as well. Delicious, but it is too. It can be too much. Yeah, and I don't think you would ever just raw dog honey. You have to have the butter. Oh, in a spread form. Yeah. Wait, are you saying, yeah. Matt, that you would just have honey on toast? No, nothing beneath it. Um. If we're only choosing one, then yes. But no, but like, would you be happy with that until the ends of time? I think so. Like I think peanut butter is a standalone spread. It's like mm. it's got its own lube to make its way across the toast. <laughs> yeah, honey. It does like, have its own oil. Yeah, yeah. Honey, honey is just stopping at the top, like yeah. start of the spread, and kind then... of have to wait for it to melt a bit, mm. and then you can move it around. I don't know, but there's there's so many other uses for honey that you could have True. in the bunker as well, like mm. put it in some tea. Yeah. Well, and like Kelly Clarkson, maybe we'll have an opportunity to put her in the bunker later on. <laughs> oh, I think honey is going to find its way in. Um, <laughs> don't you worry about that, dude. I, I think you had it right. I'm happy to just say, let's talk about... Oh, except fluff. Marshmallow spread? <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, gone. I've never had that. Yeah. My, my people, <laughs> the American people... Oh, my God. ...got together and said... Why not? <laughs> also, they also have um, peanut butter and jelly in the same jar. See? In a swirl. Huh. And jelly as in jam. Smuckers, PB and J. Jelly as in jam. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Must be jelly, because jam don't <laughs> shake. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, no, crunchy peanut butter. It's just got to be. It's just, uh, that's it. Yeah, it, That's it's definitely up there for me as well. Yeah. yeah. Also, I've, like, I've been having that pretty much every day since I was born, maybe. So you're a toast oh. boy. I'm definitely a toast boy, What yeah. kind of bread? Mm. Except, you know what? This is controversial. <gasps> I used to have... Well, I mean, I still do occasionally, but I've kind of grown out of it. I used to have peanut butter, butter, and Vegemite on toast. That oh. sounds good. Oh. Oh, you like that? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. whenever I told anyone, they were like, you are disgusting. No, no. I think the extra salt would really help. It the does. It butter. makes it really, it's great. And it takes the sharpness of the Vegemite and it makes the peanut butter a bit more salty. It's Occasionally, good. I would be like buttering two slices of bread, mm. you know? For the morning. Yeah. And then I'd be like, wait, do I want to have one with Vegemite and one with peanut butter? The dream yeah. combo. Because then you get a little sample plate mm-hmm. of everything. The last bite can be whichever one you want to leave your day off into. Yeah. So. Mata paneer or vegetable vindaloo. <laughs> yeah, <on>. exactly. <laughs> and so, but then when I had already buttered the other one, I was like, well, I can't put butter on peanut butter. 
It's double butter. Oh, yes, you can. And then you do it. And baby, not for every day, but girl, that is fucking good. Yeah. When I, yeah. It feels like it should be illegal. Mm. When I go and stay at my brother's house, Mm. because they have four children, there's a lot of breakfast options. Mm. It's the only time that I have like breakfast, breakfast. And I'll have toast there. Because they also (gasps) have. But it's so scratchy. Yeah, but they have white bread for the kids. And that's like, it's the lesser of, you know, it's like, (laughs) like a sourdough or something um and i'll indulge and have butter like a thin scraping of butter (laughs) just and then a thick slather of crunchy peanut butter Mm. oh it's so good that's living it's amazing okay crunchy peanut butter congratulations you're in the bunker down you go okay we'll be (gasps) you know what we do have a uh, mnemonic tube system in the bunker yeah. And up until this point, nothing has been shooting out of those tubes. Oh! the the. But you know what? I think those pipes are the correct girth for the humble craft um, crunchy peanut butter. Yeah. Sounds so, good. yeah, we maybe we shoot one in once a day. Yeah. Great. And Sick. it just hits whoever's near the tube. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> Watch out, Rebecca Romaine. <laughs> and we'll be back. <laughs> And we're back. Hello. Oh my gosh, it's time. Our final topic for today, dearest listener. This is good. (sighs) We're going to talk about which allergy is going in the bunker. We can only have one. I love allergies. (laughs) I don't have any myself. What do you mean? Like I'm not allergic to anything. Wow. What am I allergic to? I was allergic to... Like, I think my skin will break out if it gets, like, uh, certain types of perfume sprayed on it. Mm-hmm. That's my allergy. But nothing major. Yeah, like, misc-sensitive. But when you find out someone's allergic to something... Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like they're a celebrity. <laughs> Everyone, I want you to know that Georgia, she you can't eat nuts when you're in the same room as Georgia. Okay, so that's... I, I think... You'd be hard pressed to find something more iconic than nut allergies. Uh-huh. Like I can't even be in the same plane <laughs> as a nut. Yeah. <laughs> or my throat. It's like a, a witch's curse was placed upon you. Yeah. Where it can just invisibly fly through the air and mm. kill you. Mm. Nut allergies got to be up there. Yeah. Seconded only by the anaphylactic shock you might experience after being stung by a bee. Mm-hmm. That's cool yeah so i i mean i haven't been stung by being a really really long time but i am or was <gasps> allergic to bee stings oh, oh. yeah oh my god and there were so many points through my childhood where i was stung by bees and <gasps> it was bad wait really yeah and did your face start doing the thing where it blows up i was only it was localized to like where i was stung mm-hmm. so i was stung was i ever stung on my neck I was, um, but like on my arm and like my whole heart, arm would blow up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I've never had like the super puffy face. I was stung on my neck <gasps> once along with my decolletage because there was a day where I was working with my uncle mm. mowing lawns and I, w- and I was under a tree. Oh my God. Speaking of me having long hair, I was like under a tree. <laughs> Who was speaking and- of that? <laughs> 
Go on. And I hit a beehive. <gasps> and then, You're a cartoon guy. And then truly. And then there were all these bees flying around me. And I was like, they're in my hair. And that was the last time I was stung by bees. And I was stung like on my, yeah, on my neck. And I was stung on my head. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't as bad as when I was little. So I think I kind of like have grown out of the allergy being that severe. Oh, I would give um, some serious money to watch you run around <laughs> with your long hair. We're like, <laughs> my um, uncle is the only person who witnessed that. Have you seen you the film My Girl with Macaulay Culkin? No. Okay, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Skip ahead if you haven't seen My Girl, but I'm going to spoil it for Zelda Moon now because she does not care. Yeah. In the film My Girl, oh. it's basically a coming-of-age story about a young 12-year-old girl, maybe younger, she's oh. like 10, oh. whose best friend is Macaulay Culkin and she lives in a funeral home with her dad Dan Aykroyd from Ghostbusters Mm. and Jamie Lee Curtis I believe is the stepmother Mm. who's trying to relate to her because her mother's dead and the whole story is kind of like how do you come of age when you're surrounded by death your mother's died and you live with death in a in a funeral home (laughs) you're gonna say surrounded by bees (laughs) so Macaulay Culkin and her have this very sweet friendship and they like tease each other a lot and it's like all about the you know coming of age together Macaulay Culkin is adorable. He's got his little glasses on. This is pre-Home Alone. Oh, wow, wow. Yeah. Post-Uncle Buck, pre-Home Alone. And he has a little kid's crush on her. And he gives her like a little ring. Mm. It's very sweet. And then they have their very first kiss. (gasps) And it's the whole film, you've just been like, this is like a very... Like, it would be like a film that comes on the TV at Sunday afternoon. Mm. Oh, yeah. And it's just like so dappled light and yeah. just a gorgeous film. <gasps> like The Secret Garden. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so then he, she loses the ring that he gave her. Was it? it? It was either... I'm sorry. It wasn't a ring that he gave her. It might have been a ring that her mother had left to her. Oh. I'm a little bit... Blur on these details. Yeah, her, her now dead mother. Because yeah. the only thing she has of her. She loses it in the forest. And Macaulay Culkin goes to get it. And he's this wimpy kid. Mm. He's But he's a sweetie. Mm. And his mother's like super overprotective. Because he's like a bit like allergic to everything. He's got bad glasses. He's just a sweet kid. Oh. And he's in the forest. And then he finds the ring. And then he upsets a beehive. And he starts getting chased and stung by the bees. <gasps> Little 10-year-old kid. And he dies <gasps> of bee stings. <gasps> and his glasses come off and it's like really sad. And then they have the funeral at the funeral home. Mm. And the little his best friend and first love, she knows that he'd gone back for the ring for her. Mm. And that she's the reason he died. Yeah. And she is like, she's lost her only friend. And she goes in, they're having an open casket funeral. And she goes in and she's kind of been avoiding it all day and he doesn't have his glasses. And she's like, he can't see without his glasses. He can't see without his glasses. And then she runs away into the woods to look for his glasses. And it's incredible. And the iconic Bee Sting movie. Cute. That's quite sad. Yeah, it's so sad. Like buckets. And then in My Girl 2, mm. there's a bit where the new boy, when she's a bit My older. My Girl 2? My Girl 2. Th- like throws, like pretends to throw the ring off the thing and she freaks They're out. They're still flogging the ring storyline? Well, he is like being a doofus teenage boy hmm. trying to like, you know, muck around with her. And then he 
crosses a line. Yeah. And everyone in the audience is like, you don't know what she's been through with that fucking ring. Mm. So don't even start with me, Buster. Mm-hmm. So it's very like good. You're like, fuck off. Wow. Yeah. My girl. Now you can resume listening if you haven't seen my girl. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Yeah. Um, bee stings. Yeah, that's quite chic. That's quite good. Growing up, I was really rashy. Um, <laughs> like there were so many times where I just erupted in rashes. Yeah, for um, attention or what? <laughs> obviously. <laughs> um, there was like one time where my parents went away for the weekend and I blew up in rashes and like had to get a friend's mum to come and drive me to the hospital oh, and no. like just, yeah, I was so rashy. I sometimes, <laughs> oh, here we go, like we'll get some rashes if my anxiety is like diabolically bad. Yeah. But that hasn't happened in a good couple of years. That's good. Yeah. That's progress. Yeah. Yeah. Not as rashy as I used to be. Mm. Don't, not as allergic to bee stings as I used to be. Um, <laughs> You're just improving year by year. Yeah. Just get, um, like Pokemon games. They get worse <laughs> year by year. I loved, we were um, having a conversation with Benign Girl and her fiance and the fiance is allergic to peanuts fiance 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 <laughs> and benign's like no he's not <laughs> and he's like she's like prove it <laughs> oh my god and because he hasn't had a response in many years yeah now there's like doubt circling uh-huh. his peanut allergy mm. and he's like it's real and she's like maybe <laughs> <laughs> which i love yeah, like, like your that. bee allergy. Yeah. What about you, Matt? Any allergies? Um, I don't have any allergies to anything. No, I'm just hay fever. Oh, see, oh. see, that is an allergy, and it's a lot. Yeah, it's it's horrible. You sneeze all the time. Everything is so itchy, like your f- whole face. Just... I, my husband is Colombian. Mm. He grew up relatively close to the equator, not in a place that's having massive spring summer cycle. Mm-hmm. So his body is like, you're not meant to be here mm. in Australia where it's like pollen for mm. like three months out of the year. Yeah, And I, I think it does speak to the fact that we're not meant to be here. I am so appreciative that the trees haven't betrayed me. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I love bees and I like honey. Yeah. Also, this it's very camp. Those bees die. That's true. I love self-sacrifice. Yeah. And also like having to um, get tweezers and pull the stinger, stinger out. That's how we get honey in the bunker as well. Yeah, yeah true. An apiary. Maybe instead of, what about instead of putting an allergy in, we put in an apiary? I guess the question is like, if we're putting the allergy in, are we putting the the allergen in? Yeah. Or are without, we just having people <laughs> allergic to bees? deathly allergic to bees, but thank God there's no bees in the bunker. <laughs> Whereas if we put nut allergy in, we've just put the nuts in. Oh, in I the see. Previous round. Oh, you're quite a scamp, aren't you? Mm. <laughs> Playing 2D chess over mm. here. Well, you know what? Those mosquitoes that are just waiting to be <laughs> blood in my dinosaur game need some little insect friends, don't okay. they? Okay. So cool. bees? We're putting in a... Bee allergy yeah. and the bees. I think that's really fun. That's great. Are you sure? Because I don't want to rob you of um, <laughs> of nut allergy because it's also very camp. I think nut allergy is funnier. <laughs> mm. But bees are funny. Bees mean co- swarms of bees, funny. Mm. And you know what? We'll also have to bring in like the someone 
I'm just going to make sure that in the induction to the bunker, we have a set of Posca markers because I'm sure you're aware that each year globally, mm. there's like a different color for the queen bee <gasps> so that when your new queen is born, you like mark it with the, I didn't the, know this. the Posca color of that year. What's like, the color this year? Oh, I'm not sure. I can't remember. I'm just going to introduce facts without giving me the full story. <laughs> I can't be, <laughs> I can't be burdened with remembering every detail. Um, yeah, but how cool. That is very cool. So cool. Um, okay, bees, bees and bee allergies. <laughs> yeah. Now, does everyone is everyone allergic to bees? Everyone's now allergic to bees. Amazing, incredible, and they can also use the the pneumonic tubes to fly around. <laughs> yeah, a little shortcut. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, um, and interestingly, mm. uh, I don't know if anyone can die from this allergy because to die in the bunker, of course, you have to go to the um, the volume. And oh, live through Pompeii. Right. That's right, the Pompeii room. So I haven't like, even thought about her in a second. Uh, yeah, maybe so like, just people are swollen. Yeah, you'd be <laughs> like, you'd be fucking uncomfortable. And there's no, <laughs> there's no healthcare in the bunker. Well, we don't yet have epipens. No, <laughs> we'll see if they. But your facelift might help. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, and, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so in the bunker yep. this week. Mm-hmm. We have a gigantic statue of Onyx, the Pokemon. And not a Vulpix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I've really gone through a hard couple of days. And can I just say that this <laughs> not is that. not helping. I can't believe that we're giving these people a mid-season, like, wow, tension on the pod. <laughs> This is the most. I, I, I genuinely can't believe this is happening. I, I can't either. I feel like I've. But because I also know that you're doing it as a funny bit <laughs> and I am not. I'm, I'm deathly serious, Seldomoon. Oh, I've- fuck off. <laughs> I can see your, your curt little face. <laughs> I mean, just <it's> Robbie. <laughs> um, no, of course, it's, it's very important to get these things straightened out. Oh, my out. God. I can't deal with and you. I just. I, I think it's. So there is a statue of Onyx. <laughs> there is crunchy peanut butter. Which also butter. answers the question, which statue are we having in the bunker? <sighs> well, sure, it shouldn't be a statue of Onyx because that's not which Pokemon statue is going in the bunker. Yeah. It's which Pokemon. Yeah. Which even the premise of that yeah. suggests that we're living in the fantasy of like picking which Pokemon goes in the bunker. Yeah, I guess we fundamental misunderstanding. So I think, no, you know what? Vulpix is going in the bunker. It's going to be really fucking cute. And if you piss it off, it's going to flamethrower you. Yeah. 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 So that's what's going in. Uh-huh. Maybe the onyx statue will make it in when we get to the uh, the, the statue, statue g- question, <clears throat> You've which I'm sure first. will be riveting. Yes, <laughs> and not tense at all because statues exist in real life. <laughs> <laughs> also, we put Rebecca Romaine in as Mystique. Yes, Mystique. We is in didn't the box. have Mystique. We no. had Rebecca Romaine. Yeah. So I think as we discussed, mistake. I thought we had, yeah, yeah. Oh, as mistake and Lindsay Lohan as both twins. Yeah. Switching back and forth. Yeah. Because we understand that. And we put Carrie Fisher's bones in day one because Carrie Fisher can't just be alive. Well, no, that was a stylistic choice. We established in episode one that we can't just bring people back to life. I'm sorry. What about in episode three where we put a Megalodon in the bunker? <laughs> Megalodons could be in the deep Mariana Trench. Okay, well, you that know. That was the assumption that I was working you on. You know the website that you could fact check that. <laughs> because let me tell you, you keep scrolling and the Meg isn't showing up. 
Well, listen, I wanted a world where the Meg could show up. Well. But a 2D animated yeah, Vulpix, you've our, broken the rules. In our fantasy world, the Meg can exist. Well, I just am like, well, then Carrie Fisher can be alive. Yeah, and we chose not to do that because that's not as funny. Uh, I just, I, that's why a fox with ears stapled on is funny. <laughs> and I know comedy. It's not wearing, <laughs> we have already established the costumes that are in the bunker and a Vulpix costume is not one. Well, that's, it's integrated surgically before it gets in the bunker. <laughs> or we can breed foxes from this point no, on. No, because they're not bred foxes, they're Vulpixes. Well, we need to create the Vulpix through what we have available to us. No, we don't. Well, see, this is this is the issue. I can't believe we're back here. I just I don't want to be here. I don't <laughs> want to live in this pain. I'm just trying to trying to get to where. And you know, of all the people who appreciate the law, uh-huh. that law means anything to them. Yeah, I would have thought Zelda Moon. No, she is... cares about these things. Yeah. What is possible? Yeah, in the world. This is a fantasy world. Yes. So but let me live my fantasy. rules. Yeah, that anything we say goes. We're gods. Yes, and so we need to set up the rules. Oh, my God. Or else God. this means nothing. <laughs> and having a 2B, 2D Vulpix. Oh. I just, it's not likely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, knowing what joy this is bringing you is, just makes me so much angrier. If you had a fox with... That had been bred with the staple on ears and the tail, and perhaps a man that walks around with a flamethrower behind it to give the illusion. Oh, like, do you think when you go to Marvel Marvel Studios at you know the Marvel Park at, at Disney that like there's a real Spider Man, or is it a very complex animatronic that creates the illusion of Spider Man? That's fantastic. Mm. Rebecca Romaine dipping out of hair and makeup every three no. hours to transform into someone no. new. That's fantastic. You are awful. <laughs> I'll be right back. I'm going to be Greg now. That's fantastic. Oh, my God. You're... It was great. And friends of Kathy. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> this is the last episode of this podcast. I'm losing my mind. And non-binary folks. I'm lo- I have no faith. She's breaking out in rashes right now. I'd gone so well for so long and now. (laughs) Wow. This is important. This is important work. Okay, so we have a cute little Vulpix Pokemon. Whoever's updating the wiki, this is the episode to talk about. This, we have um, crunchy peanut butter being sent through the mnemonic mnemonic tubes. tubes, Along with the swarms of bees. Yes. Now, the beehive. Yeah. Just standard beehive, quite cute. I want one of those wild-looking beehives. Oh, you, you want, want like aviary? a? Oh, I don't mind. We could have a beehive. I like the ones that dangle from trees that have bears getting at them. Oh, oh! Did I ever send you that video? I think I did. Of like the the guy who's got like an apiary in uh, in Canada, and then like on his night footage, there's like the bear that comes and like smashes into one of the hives and steals all the honey. <laughs> See, that's great. Yeah, that, yeah bears so being bears. I love it. Oh, bears are so good. Um, I hope they get in one day too. (laughs) Which bear species gets in the... Okay. Um, I'm so mad I can't even think. Oh, good. Um, We got the Vulpix. It's in there now. Yeah, it is. It's over. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that you're happy. (laughs) The thing is that you aren't unhappy by that because you don't care. I, I think care, the so why can't care. I just have it my way? 
Because also, it has been that way for the entire pod. Except for the first episode where we didn't bring Carrie Fisher oh back to God. live. Listener, I'm sorry to betray the world building that we've set up since day one. Oh, my one. God. A Meg can exist. Oh, my God. Also, Jurassic Park rules. We could have brought it back through DNA. What, are we going to bring back a 2D animated image of okay. a Vulpix? Well, it's not... The 2D is out the window. It's That's a real Vulpix. It's just a Vulpix. It's just a Vulpix. Yeah. yeah. Just like how Android 18 is not like a cartoon version of Android 18. Yeah. Like... yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> she could have been reprogrammed in a kind of like... It's terrifying um, camp to think that she's Android 18. You know? <laughs> You're so evil. Or she could be a robot. I'll allow a robot. She's an Android. Yeah. Yeah. But like built in a lab with science. A Pokemon, if, unless we can get there through a scientific method that we're developing now, I'm in, I'm, I can get on board. I'd like to thank you all for listening <laughs> to our... Uh... Podcast this week, Death <laughs> yeah. to Everyone. Um, um, next week we'll be rebranding. It's going to be called Death to Lazy Susan. Um, <laughs> it's going to be called Death to Structure and World Building Rules. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's, that's it. Okay. Thank you all so much. <laughs> I am so hot right now. I am like sweating. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed this um, oh. as, as much as we all have. <laughs> and we'll see you next week, maybe. <laughs> We will be back next week and we shan't bring this up again. <laughs> Death to Everyone was recorded at Natural Habitat Studios by Matt Shears. Our theme song and music was lovingly provided by Edicentric and Anchor Stephanie. If you have an opinion, let us know at deathtoeveronepod at gmail.com. Or if you would like to support us, please do so at <laughs> patreon.com slash death to everyone. Hey, bye bye. Also being rebranded, there's a lazy Susan. <laughs> I see you later. To pay for my country. Get out of here! I don't know where she's going, it's such a rush. She won't be able to get home.